millennial popcorn podcast, a pop culture podcast by three geeky millennials. I'm Willie Dobbs, a filmmaker in the DC area. And with me is actually a whole host of different people. We have our two normal co-hosts. Hi, I'm Hwai Chen Bui, a writer for Slash Film and a pop culture journalist in New York. And I'm joined by my roommate, Rebecca Fuger and friend of the pod. Hello, everyone. And I am Anya Crittenton, a writer and editor in Los Angeles, and I am also joined by my roommate and best friend, Dana Bramble. Hello! So we are all here today for a one-of-a-kind episode that we've never done before. Um, we are going to be watching a movie in live time and doing live commentary on it. And this is a movie that is a bit infamous on this podcast. Um, you may remember last year, anytime. Willoughby would even mention the word cats, I would immediately shut him down and be like, nope, that 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 movie's not allowed on this podcast. That movie well, reactivated your fight or flight response. It really time. did. It really did. And now fast forward to April 2020, I have seen cats three times. I know a lot of the music. Um, and I have changed my stance. And I unabashedly love this bonkers musical. And it is bonkers. And it doesn't make any sense. But you know what? I am an Andrew Lloyd Webber apologist. And his music slaps. And I I am here for this ride. And we're all going to be watching it together. I think we've all seen it except for you, Willoughby. Correct. I have stayed away from this uh, uh, chimera of uh, digital fur technology. Uh, and I hoped excited. one day... I hoped I would take it to my grave with never seeing cats. But nope. you guys decided, you know, I'm going on this ride, but like we sort of were like, what do we want to do during quarantine? And one of the things that a lot of people have been doing has, have been doing watch parties, live streams. And so obviously we are all in different parts of the country, but we decided to all stream cats at the same time um, and do a commentary about it. It's going to be fast and loose. There's no structure, just like the movie, I assume. <laughs> yep. And we're all just going to, we're, we're, we're all going to take it easy and see what happens. Um, I, also, yeah, a quick I, warning, there will be sing-alongs. There might uh, be meowing, the, too. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but Dana and I will absolutely be singing along because we have to. I think it's I a mean, requirement. Go, go for it. Go for it. This is, this is, this is a safe space. Um, is it a safe space we, though with cats? Is it maybe uh, it's the most dangerous place? I am so terrified. I've only seen screenshots from the movie theater. I've seen the trailer. I've watched the behind-the-scenes uh, Oscar featurette thing that they released right before the trailer. They were like, "This is a musical about majesty of cats, and we've got these wonderful dancers and actors and singers in our movies." And then James Corden in like weird cat makeup just like licks his paw and I'm just like what is this no, you think James Corden is weird wait for Rebel Wilson oh wait for her I... and her army of cockroaches it's amazing but oh, also so all, all am... of that fancy talk about how this is a majest majestic movie is a lie because even Andrew Lloyd Webber himself said how it's just about cats yeah let's start this movie okay right. so I'm gonna count down and well, you don't have to because you're the only one streaming. I'm the only one, but also people want to watch along with us on yeah, this recording. On. They yes. could download the episode and pull up cats on, on VOD or the Blu-ray. And if you want to watch along with us, 
I'm going to give you a countdown so you can sync up with the movie. Um, and I'm going to count down in... <laughs> I'm going to give you three of Tom Hooper's movies and then a meow. So that's what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to do... Uh, in The Danish Girl, Les Miserables, and The King's Speech. Meow. Willoughby, are you terrified right now? I am so terrified. I have never been so more frightened of the Universal logo. <laughs> you know, I'm terrified actually... it's going to turn into like a big cat, like hairball. This is actually a good time um, to be watching this. Uh, outside of our alleyway, every night we hear kitten making noises going on. Oh yeah, yeah. a big cat the orgy. Cats are, the cats are alive and well in, uh, in Queens. I love it. So this I is love for it. them. Oh. This is for this all is you for cats you. out there. All you yeah. horny cats. Good lord. All you cats and because kittens. This movie is incredibly horny. This is an Amblin movie? <laughs> oh no. I, I gotta, yeah, I gotta make a declaration. Spielberg was direct it, like, initially, like, years ago. Yeah, Spielberg was supposed to. Uh, what is... This is an Amblin movie. Oh <laughs> no. Oh, there's a cat. There's a cat yes. in the clouds, guys. I have to make a quick declaration that I really dislike the word horny. It's kind of like how people feel about moist or oh, something. Oh, no, really? I'm going to say horny a lot, Rebecca. I know. That's, I'm just going to have so to much. keep drinking, and it'll be I'm fine. Terrified. There's, like, a... Okay, so we have to do, like, a running commentary, obviously. There's, like, a human-sized car that's, like, running... That's, like... Well, there, there's a the human in that car. There's... Well, I haven't seen... Oh no 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 no! It's like the no, 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 no. where it's mostly cats and an occasional human. <laughs> an occasional human. This is. You're gonna have so much fun with the uh, proportions in this movie, Willoughby, because they make no sense. This is monster. This Look is at this neon lighting. For what purpose? This is like this is like a Michael Mann movie from 1981. <laughs> oh no! Okay, this, is, this is awful. Is the music like already like bomb? It's so good. So 80s. It's way it's better so than it should be. That's because Andrew Weber is way better than he should be. Oh, these are... Okay, Willoughby, I want to say one thing, one genuine thing about this movie is that these dancers are incredible. Like, the performances, I would actually argue in this movie, are, like, very good. Oh, I'm, sh I'm sure, no doubt. But... I mean, I'm just watching a bunch of people in digital fur technology as humans crawling on all fours like cats in synchronicity. They all went to cat school. Respect it. Oh, there's like, the, is she like the main cat? This is Victoria. We love her. She's a baby. So she is played by Francesca Hayward, who is an actual ballerina. She is Good amazing. This is her, her feature film debut. And I honestly love her in this film. I don't care. Find when you're born, see in the dark. I love this song. It makes no sense. It's wonderful. Oh, this is definitely one of the best songs. Oh, for sure. All the songs are great, you guys. Come on. Just in your box. It never answers. What is a jellical cat? A jellical cat is all kinds of cats. They'll define all of them soon. Yep. They just say everything about that <clears throat> defines a regular cat. By the way, guys, that was Mr. Mistopheles, the black and white one, played by Laurie Davidson, who Dana and I, Dana and I stan him. They're all, any, any word against Mistopheles or Laurie Davidson in this house is not allowed. They're all humans. 
But jackals do. Jellicles do and jellicles can. Oh, they, so do you know the trivia behind what a jellicle is? I assume. Willoughby? It's, um, what? what was his name? Oh, damn it. T.S. Eliot, T.S. Eliot, I think. yes. Uh, his niece couldn't pronounce dear little. She would pronounce them jellicle. So instead of dear little cats, it was jellicle cats. So we really have T.S. Eliot's niece to thank for all of this. Yes, the nonsense word by a six-year-old niece. Mm, yes. I love and it. And there's a, a whole musical out of it. If I walked into an alley and suddenly a bunch of cat creatures on all, uh, oh, that person just floated. That's just for that person just floated. Yep, they, they floated. Jumped, they they floated. They're what graceful, jellical cats. Oh, I think about, I think this is this is this recording is about me having a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. Everyone, it's, it's, so it's it's just going to listen to me having a mental breakdown for the next two hours. I'm they so excited. St- they still have the shoes and bare foot, foot uh, treatment, it looks like. Yeah. But yeah, this is not the butthole cut. The no. infamous yeah. butthole cut, yes. unfortunately. Which exists, by the way. Release the butthole cat. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cut. <laughs> cut. Uh, hashtag <laughs> release the butthole cat. Butthole cut. The biggest shame about this movie, honestly, is that Tom Hooper doesn't know they, how to direct dancers. Yeah, he does not. But also, they and should so like found them too when we needed him. The, the dancing is amazing, and he he always cuts during dancing like this, and he should just have a still camera just letting us watch these incredible dancers. Look at the proportions, man. Also, this yeah, cat has like way too sexual expressions right here. Thank you for uh, watching was, your vocabulary. I know. I'm trying for you. It's okay. Moriarty. McCavity. McCavity. Oh, McCavity Wait, wearing the McCavity fur of another cat. Like, Mr. Elvis supposed to be like Moriarty? He's a villain. Is he for supposed to be like Sherlock Holmes is Moriarty? No, Never. he's just the villain of the story. Yeah. Oh. You'll uh, see. Give he's... Idris Elba a heroic role. Jesus Christ. His his cat abs are the best of all. Oh my them gosh, all. I just noticed that there's a Sphinx yeah. sign in the background. There was a sign billboard for Cat and can- the Canary. They're really going all so out for the background imagery. cat stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much cat imagery. Has Is this established Milk? in any kind of city? London, is, right? It's London? Yeah. Okay. It's London. Yeah. from London. So the British... I mean, they literally referenced the Thames. Yeah, and uh, it's from London. That's why yes. Taylor Swift has that really fake British accent. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I was, uh... I was a little indisposed when I first watched this movie. <laughs> I think most of us were. This movie just throws you into the deep end, doesn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's like no like title no card. Like there's like no like title card b- before the world was cats. There were humans, and then they evolved. Like no, none of this. that's this not is what the no no. You just have I, to accept it and go with it, Willoughby. I'm so concerned. I like that the two break dancing yes. cats were the only ones with sneakers. Yes. There's a parasite crossover you guys have been waiting for. I think political the cats. Thing that... Political cats. <laughs> political cats. They're just, yeah. This is just the part where they just um, roll out as many adjectives as they can. Mm-hmm. Quarantinical cats? <laughs> Awfully so much. 
I think the funniest thing is that, like, this movie's really easy to make fun of, and, like, I was one of the people making fun of it for so long. But now my love for it is actually really genuine. Oh, no. Stop it? Is that, like, I don't even want to, like, mock this movie. I just want to enjoy it. You've got, you've got, you got a taste of the catnip on you. Oh, oh. I, like, shoved the catnip in my face. All I want is for this movie to become the new Rocky Horror. Yes. That's all I want. It already it is, is, I'm like, sure. It, yeah. It, it sort of is with the rowdy screenings, but, like, I'm hoping so that it can last on. for years. Yeah. The gravity. Sorry. <laughs> this movie with an audience is the best experience. It truly is. Oh, my God, like, you can make fun of Mistopheles. Oh, so in the original um, Broadway go? play, Mistopheles uh, is not really a major character until the end when he just appears for his big, his big musical song, right? On but him? I actually great song. I love him being a major character, partly because it's Laurie Davidson, and <laughs> I was like, what? But the best for him, but also because I think Mistopheles in this movie is so cute. Yeah, they basically make him the the magic love interest. Oh, you, you really? know what's the weirdest thing about this movie is that they have eyebrows. It's true. It's really weird. Like that one cat has really thick, dark eyebrows. Really, and it's very like, noticeable. Like profound, like like eyebrows, like nicely trimmed eyebrows at that. So this is uh, this cat speaking right now. Will be his monka strap, and he is basically like the narrator of the whole musical. Okay. And he's great, and he's played by Robbie Fairchild, and we love him. He scared me the whole time I was watching this movie. I'm like, why is he so mean? And why does he look so thorny? Oh, I do not think he's mean at all. I think that he, Victoria, and Mistopheles have a little OT3 going on. I love Monka Strap. <laughs> we'll never guess. I wrote this review and I still don't remember half their names. So Anya, you're gonna have to remind us every now and then. Oh, I will. Dana and I will help you. Robbie Fairchild, who plays Monka Strap, is also a trained ballerina. So they really did get like genuine talent in here. And this movie is choreographed by Andy Blinkenbuehler, who choreographed Hamilton. So Hmm. the dancing in this, like I said, like is legit. And it's just a shame that Tom Hooper is terrible at directing it because, like this, we should he shouldn't have cut away just there. He shouldn't have these angles. We should just be watching these two ballerinas, like, do what they do best. Tom Hooper doesn't know what to do with his camera. He just puts such angles at everything and or has a huge amount of white space and negative space, and it's ridiculous. Right. I mean, there's a reason, like, you think about musicals. They're static because it's just one stage and the audience is there and no one ever moves. You never see new angles of the musical, and so they have to make it dynamic just on that one stage. And yes, in a movie you can do more, and you should, but not for these beautiful dance sequences. Like, there's a reason that they're done on a static stage where you can just watch it unfold. Anya, I'm still so shocked that you became this huge cat stan after watching the Tom Hooper cats because it is a travesty for both the cats the musical and just musicals in general. Oh, agreed, agreed. Um, I will say, I think I fell in love with this movie first and foremost because of the soundtrack. And like I said, I'm an Andrew Lloyd Webber apologist. Um, and I think his music slaps. And then I just embraced the bananas nature of it. And I want to see the stage version one day. Like, I definitely do. Um, but yes, Tom Hooper should never work again not. because, especially like from that article talking about how horrible of a director and how he just did not understand the process for making VFX. Um, 
that any basic any person would basically know from the filmmaking in general. He just was a and yay, yay! Mr. Mistopheles. Okay, so for, for people who may not be listening at home, we now have uh, Mr. Mistopheles, and he's a cat, and he's got he has like, a, a hat. jacket on and a hat, and he juggles. He's a magical cat, will he? And he's and he's he's a magician. He is. This is one of is the few like movies dork? that um, shows a magician as a very, uh, as a great romantic prospect. <laughs> he well, is. I mean, they aren't in real life. Mm-hmm. Oh, his, his ears Everyone wants to date a magician, Rebecca. His, hat. his ears just went through his hat so that way he doesn't have, like, trouble hearing the rest of the cats' musicals. Well, yeah, and he got to have his cute ears out. The milk bar scene. Are we going to the milk bar scene? No, 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 no. First is Jenny Annie Dots. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's Jenny Annie Dots. And then. What is Maybe they... it's the amount of close ups in this movie that made me very scared of Robbie Fairchild's character because he's just like, it's a really intense face. And Tom oh, Hooper loves they... an intense close up. Oh, I. They didn't use motion capture, did they? I thought they, they did. did. No. Oh, boy. They have this movie. Oh, this movie is, has huge floating head syndrome. <laughs> um, Willoughby, did you hear that explanation of the Jellicle Ball? Uh, something about Judy Dench's character uh, picks someone to die. Mm-hmm. Basically, you get reincarnated into a better yeah. life. That's the premise of the, sh- are of the they play. Still, are, are they still cats? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's they're like, reincarnated as a new cat. It's like Heaven's Gate for cats. Wait, so is there like only like a number, a set number of cats, and then when they die, they have to become another cat? You don't have to. Some you, cats can die without going to the heavy yeah. side layer. I think it's, a, it's an go? honor to be uh, chosen. I think we're discussing it more than like it really warrants discussion because there is no, not a lot of logic to is the just like real building in like limbo. Days of the tabby so kind. Insane. We are now watching Rebel Wilson in a rocking chair. Who is trying to? Be weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't wait to see uh, your hear your reaction will be at the during the sequence. Specifically, the mice of, are the most the mice are the most terrifying. The mice, and then the thing that Rebel Wilson does with her her fursuit. The fursuit. Uh, so I basically, so basically, Willoughby, Jenny, Annie Dots, Rebel Wilson's cat is one of the cats who's vying for reincarnation to go to the heavy side layer. So this is her like sequence to basically like sing about herself and stuff, and it's like I didn't like anything I just saw there. I didn't like anything. (laughs) No, thank you. Cat's work is but hardly begun. Family's in bed and asleep. Let my skirt to the basement to creep. What is she holding? I'm concerned by what this was. I still don't know what she's holding. Is it a sausage? But it's too small to be a sausage based on the proportions that they're in. What is it? I think it's a sausage. No, I don't know what that is. Like another cat's tail? No, it's like pink and really long. (gasps) The mice. The mice. mice. I heard Willoughby's little gasp there. We've got got mice that look like humans that are also mice. Also, they're all children. Yeah, because they're not motion captured. It looks like bad computer generated 2002 oh. PS2 graphics. I mean, it is basically. It is because Tom Hooper doesn't know anything about the VFX process. 
the proportions are crazy. His name is Munkastrap. Munkastrap. Can I just talk about how Rebel Wilson's cat has basically like a slave uh, band of mice that are all children? It's it's not good. It's not good. Not great, Bob. No. I don't understand why they don't try to catch them. Aren't they cats? I th- well, I think I think it is. I mean, we're not. They're not going to deal with this. But it just seems like there's some class issues going on here in this movie that need to be addressed in some sort of revolution. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> is that um, uh? Is that uh? His next uh? Is, is that the? Is this a prequel to Les Mis? Do you hear the people sing? Yeah, it's going to be a crossover. Yeah. Do you hear the mice sing? <laughs> Wait, does she just... She just walk on water? Because she's, she's Jesus. She's Jesus. She's Jesus? Yeah. Happy, happy Easter, I guess, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Easter this weekend. <laughs> it did. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. It's happening. What's happening? So Willoughby, this is an actual sequence in the stage musical. (laughs) It's real. This can't be that that small on stage. This is they are not because the the stage musical. There are no effects, Willoughby. Oh Oh my god! And they go upside down, of course, and it's even trippier. I'm just uh, just gonna feel ill for a few minutes. Oh, Oh, there it is. is. Uh, Yes. Underneath her skin is a. She just took off her. Her first she did take off her fur. She took off her fur suit to reveal yet another fur suit with a halter top underneath. So is she like the oh. Buffalo Bill, Silence of the Lambs of the cats? Did that belong to like another a big cat? There's a lot of unsaid cannibalism that's happening in this world. Like I think yeah. those clothes are those clothes are CGI too. I don't know if you guys heard Dana, but Jenny Annie Dots in the stage musical does wear a big fur coat. So, like, her taking off the suit, while weird in the film, has basis in, like, history and reality of the musical. They should have just done the same thing. Yeah, why do they need her to unzip a fur suit? Judy Dench's old Deuteronomy sort of took the fur coat thing. They can all wear fur coats. McCavity wears a fur coat. Yeah, but he's McCavity. Jason... Tarulo wears a fur coat. Yeah, there he Come is. Talk. There he is. Wait, okay. Oh my god, Jason Tarulo's accent. Wait, does he say Jason Tarulo before he sings the song? He has to, right? <laughs> okay, so uh, Willoughby, this is Rum Tum Tugger, oh. and he is the sexy cat. Rum Tum Tugger is a curious cat. Wait, wait. He oh god, I love the subtitles on this. So, Sorry. Okay, so we... This whole thing is invalid because he doesn't announce himself before he starts singing. But he, he um, Rebel Wilson announced him as Rum Tum Tugger, a curious cat. And also, I have to point out the subtitles on the Amazon uh, rental of this said both yes. grunting rhythmically. It was beautiful. Yeah, I wanted to put on subtitles because I actually want to know what's happening. <laughs> I won't explain anything anymore, Willoughby. It really doesn't. It really didn't do anything. But at least I'll be able to read something. Okay, he's through a dog door. Yeah, but look at how cute he is as a cat. <laughs> I think we have different definitions of cute. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, he, he's wearing like a metal necklace that's shaped like a fishbone skeleton. Oh, Mistopheles. Anya, have you ever heard of Stockholm Syndrome? 
I fear <laughs> that you are suffering from it with cats. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Cat for dinner. Jellicle I syndrome. I think the reason so she likes far. it so much is because when we first saw it in theaters, we did a double screening of Cats and then Rise of Skywalker. Mm. And during the second movie, she looked over at me and said, can we go see Cats again? <laughs> I literally said in the middle of Star Wars, can we go back and watch Cats? Also, crazy guys, last night I had a dream. I haven't told you this yet. I had a dream last night that Dana and I repeated this double feature of Cats and Rise of Skywalker, except we went to go see Cats and the movies like stopped like 20 minutes in and like wouldn't work. So they were like, okay, we're moving to a new theater. And we moved to a new theater, but then we went straight into Rise of Skywalker. But then that movie didn't work, and then J.J. Abrams and Daisy Ridley showed up. It was very strange, and J.J. Abrams was, like, the nicest human ever in my dream. That's, an, that's a I very sweet dream. I hope he's nice in real life, too. Also, Daisy. I'm sure he is. I mean, that's why. I mean, everyone yeah, and who, really all the crews watch... and actors who work with him love J.J. Abrams, so I'm sure he's a very nice I mean, person. He just seems nice, yeah. Even yeah. if he's not, like, my favorite storyteller, yeah. like, he seems like a nice guy. So Even that's... if he can't close, yeah. end a story to save his life, he, he cannot. seems like a very nice man. Yeah. He's good at the beginning and ideas, but not in execution. Mm-hmm. But maybe if we had seen a better movie after we watched Cats, True. we wouldn't like Cats so much. Maybe, yeah. but... Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Stop milking it. Oh. I know. Oh, that no, scene looked like he was about to put her toe into his mouth. Ooh. That would have been All very horny. so bad. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm not sure if I agree. Oh, interesting. Because I, fa- I found a genuine love for this movie and this, like, musical just on its own. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I appreciate its entire, like, history in the 80s and the fact that, like, it could only have been made in one point in time. And okay. the music- I, I, I think maybe... <laughs> maybe- <laughs> Hold on. We got we to gotta comment right now we on the to, milk that they're lapping the, up. I seriously thought... 800-pound cats when it pans They are, to li- the people they are licking to, milk from the plates. Cats, yeah. <laughs> at the at the bar, that their mouths would be open and just milk would be shooting into their mouths. I thought that Jason uh, I thought Derulo, they were going to go there, and I, I'm kind of, like, a little upset that they didn't fully commit. I'm a little commit. disappointed. I, I thought that Jason Derulo, Rum Tum Tugger, would, like, start spraying them all with milk. Yeah. And that would have been, like, the peak of this movie. I'm sort of upset that they held out, but that might have given them an R rating. Yeah. Tom Hooper, I think, <laughs> was in Like, this part! You know, they should have had the milk spray in their mouths. Yeah, like, right now, this all the cats, so all the girl cats are just, like, Sitting on the counter, like putting their with their mouths slightly open. Their mouths open. They're all looking up in awe, and he's singing, doing his big old um, finale. Perfect moment for him to spray them all with milk right in their mouths. Yeah, but then the Motion Picture Association of America would deem this movie irredeemable, and you would not be allowed to play this in theaters. That's an instant NC 17er. I'm sure they probably already deemed this movie irredeemable. Yeah. But I feel like that just would have been iconic. It would have taken it over the edge. What's that thing I, that's um those said about Buff, the Buffy episode? Uh, beer, beer bad. Well, oh yeah, because they bad. they um, did it to try to get government funding mm-hmm. because they didn't have money. I guess I don't know. They yeah. wanted to get funding from the government. The government called their episode "otherworldly nonsense" and didn't give the episode. Yes, didn't give the funding. Otherworldly nonsense. Which is, I feel like, very fitting for cats as well. I mean, that's also very fitting for the for beer bad. The yeah, yeah, beer bad is a bad episode. It's a very bad episode. Beer, bad beer bad is, is a the title. bad episode of Buffy. It's a bad episode of television. The worst episode of Buffy. One of the worst episodes of television. Jennifer Hudson's here. Isabella. Yeah. 
cats are just watching each other, looking at each other. This is Jennifer Hudson, right? Yes. Oh. I mean, she sounds is, good. Yeah. She's great. Get ready is for Ray a lot of this movie? Not. Yeah, <laughs> like we said at the same time. I the only thing I remember from her her big yeah, song. Yeah, she's the snot cat. She's the snot cat. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean her her voice is great. Mm-hmm. I like that the movie had to invent a reason for for her to be so ostracized by the rest of the cats to make was her there, like there wasn't really a, there wasn't a, a reason in the yeah. play. They make her some kind of fallen woman like of um uh. But they're not. Of a, what's his name? Idris Elba's McCavity. Character. McCavity, yeah. They make her like this fallen woman of McCavities. And it's just like, it's a, I think it's something invented for the movie because I don't think that was in the play where they're just like, she's, they just yeah. don't like her. They <laughs> can't sit I with always, us. Like watching the musical was like, oh, they don't like her because clearly she used to be like the glamour cat and thought she was better than everybody. And now she's like old. And so they're all like, well, F you, because you used to treat us like shit. She's basically... That's what I always gleaned from Yeah, she's musical. like, she's basically the Norma Desmond of the Cats universe. See, I never gleaned that. I was just like, I wondered maybe if they ostracized her because she wore a fur coat and maybe like, you know, they don't, they're not, they don't approve people who wear the skins of their own, <laughs> of their <laughs> own kind. <laughs> they love old Deuteronomy. But they love old Deuteronomy. Jason Raz, Rum Tum Tugger wears a fur coat, so that doesn't track. Deuteronomy. So I don't really know. Yeah. Sorry. Jason, Jason Raz. Not Jason Raz. I mix the Jasons up. A very different Jason. It's okay. I just don't want you to get very a thousand different. tweets about it. Oh, yeah, I'm trying I'm sure. to save you from the thousand tweets about <laughs> of, your, of all the thousand name people flub. who watch our who, who listen to our podcast. Yeah, and... we're gonna get canceled because we were, we're watching cats. <laughs> See, yeah, like I mean, yeah, we have the McCavity backstory here, but I also think it's just that, like, right? She used to be oh, this wonderful, not... glamorous cat. Right, and now she's not, and they're like, well, look at you. But they're like, so yeah, mean. That's when I was a kid watching a musical. That's what yeah, I always thought. No, yeah. There's not a lot of context for why they're so awful to her. Even Mr. Mistopheles, who you think would be above this. I know, he's a sweet boy, and he's still mean to her. Mr. Mistopheles is kind of a follower, I guess. Yeah, he doesn't have much of a backbone. They should have just done cat prosthetic makeup. This is killing me. It's terrible, Every right? Every once in a while, like, their eyes or nose will, like, float out of frame, out of, like, sync with the rest of their body, and it's literally killing me. Look, backstory and character development and made-up plot. Wasteland. Wait, is this a Mad Max movie? The Wasteland. Yes. Yes, it is. Maybe this movie actually takes place in the far distant future in a post-apocalyptic world where cats have Would become you... the reigning force. Oh, no. Oh, Here he is. No. Here he is. James Corden is a big, fat Wall Street cat named Bustopher Jones. <laughs> Bustopher Jones. Oh, Buster Jones. like a Yorker cartoon come to life. Yeah, he's, he like, really he's the Monopoly man. I actually think he's perfectly cast here. Yeah, I I agree with Dana. I think James Corden is perfect in this movie. Like he perfectly fits Bustopher Jones. Because that's how his name is. His name is so close to being a real person's name, but then like you have you replace the word Chris with Bust, and I'm just like, no thing. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like whatever people's thoughts are about James Corden, I think he's actually a really great stage and musical actor. 
Oh, and yeah. this is a perfect role for him. I actually think this whole movie is pretty much perfectly cast. I do too. I wouldn't really change any of the cast. I think... Oh, <gasps> he's back. McCavity. McCavity. His, his fur coat is like a trench coat. But it is. Fur. And he has a fedora and... Oh, is he like one of those like milady? Is he like that? He's he's basically a Humphrey Bogart character, but like bad. He's a scoundrel. He's a scoundrel. He cheats. Hey, you, you know what I don't need to hear? Slurping sounds. <laughs> Your favorite thing, right, Willoughby? This is <laughs> I'm in hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So is he naked now? It's funny Apparently. because the fur on his um his throat looks like a bow tie, but everything else he was wearing a bow tie. It's like, too, when, it, like a bow tie. It's sort of like when penguins have that. That's fun. Did the actors know what they were getting themselves into when they made this movie? Oh, they were very okay. excited about it. Okay, were really, they everyone, yes. no, everyone, please listen. Please listen. <laughs> yes, this movie may have gotten a bad reception, but everyone who was in this movie who talks about it now talks about what a great, fun experience it was. And I mean, like, regardless of the final project, these people got to be in a dance hall and learn choreography from Andy Blank and Bueller and sing Andrew Lloyd Webber songs. Like, who, the pro- they go to cat school. They go to cat school. Like, this sounds like one of the most fun movies to actually film and be a part of. And... I will defend Cats 2019 to my dying days. Everyone who acted in the movie had a good time, but not everyone who worked on the movie because I was the VFX say, staff. The animators probably staff. would yep. uh, beg to disagree. <laughs> I was I was talking more about the actors since that's where this conversation began. True, true. true. I'm sure they had fun. There <laughs> he goes. He is just he unsure of is species? Who, yeah. Does he not know who he is? What is a cat, really? Yeah. What makes a cat? What is a jellical oh, cat? Oh. This is really what funny. Are... I guess this means that they have balls. Yes. This is really funny because it implies that they well, have balls. It's Well, I mean, all cats have balls. He's just not neutered. Yeah, but well, yeah. it's like not in that area because like it's not where a human balls yeah. would be. It would be like more closer. Um, I, I've not studied a cat yeah. penis placement very much. Willoughby, but... you have a cat. Can you tell us? Yeah. Oh, enough is neutered. He he's fu- he. I no, I'm not gonna go looking. <laughs> you gotta respect your cat's privacy. Exactly. Yeah. Although Gandalf is pleasantly plump, just like James Corden's character. Oh, yeah. Gandalf. Maybe he has a secret life where he's Buster Jones. Uh, according to the quarantine that I've been at home for three weeks, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> he just sleeps all day. How old is Gandalf? Uh, when we got him, the shelter thought he was around eight, so now he's probably around ten. Ah, mm-hmm. so he's kind you... of an old Deuteronomy type. He is. He's, he's a bit of an older older cat, but he's he's chunky, and I love him. And uh, begs for food way too early than his actual time. He's a much better cat than any of these. James Corden has a waiter with a similar coat. He does. Oh, that was very sweet. Okay, Willoughby, Willoughby, can I ask you a question? Yes. Genuinely, how are you feeling about the music so far? 
I mean, it's not bad. Okay. <laughs> Willoughby, Barrett Dobbs. Think, okay, well, we have cool. to... I mean, we are talking throughout it, so, like, I'm not get, catching everything. But, like, when yeah, when they do, like, a chorus, it's like, oh, they're, they're like, singing it. It definitely sounds like an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Yep, Andrew Lloyd Webber, he can compose a song. He does know how he, to write music, doesn't yes, he? He really does. He's really good. Dana and I were literally just talking yesterday about how, if you listen to the music in Phantom of the Opera, that music is a composer's music. That mm. is Andrew Lloyd Webber being his best, like, musically. But lyrically, it's some of the hardest music to sing for actors who are in Phantom of the Opera. Mm. And it's because Andrew Lloyd Webber comes from things as a composer and not as a singer himself. Oh. And so I, I think that's kind of part of it. Um, I'm actually again, learning a lot more during this live watch of Cats than I thought I would. About musicals. Oh, Dana and I can tell you everything. Like, <laughs> Andrew Webber is sort of creepy. Yeah, there's a reason Patti LuPone hates him. And while we all hate him because he's a weird person and not the nicest and Sarah Brightman... After she married him, after Phantom, it was not a good divorce. But the man is a musical, like, stage musical genius. <gasps> Can't deny that. The most talented people are often uh, not always the best people. Mm -hmm. Yes. Rumpelteaser. Rumpelstiltskin? <laughs> no. These are the mischievous cats. There are uh, a couple well, of knockabout clowns. Wait, then what's Mr. Mistopheles? He's a magician. He's magical. He's magical and he's mischievous? Mistopheles is not mischievous. No, no. He's, a, he's a sweet boy. He's a soft boy. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's a nice soft boy, like uh, Eighth Grade? Yeah. These are some ne'er-do-well cats. Oh. They're knockabout clowns, as they said. Yes. This part, I remember kind of... I will say, I think the pacing of this movie is a little interesting. In Agreed. Always, in interesting as way. in not good. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> I have to say, during this part of the movie, I started falling asleep. Yeah, this is kind of the part where it starts to drag a little. Yeah. And you'd think, like, they're breaking into a house. You'd think that would cause some kind of, like... You know, I genuinely... I genuinely think it's because this song is one of the more jazzier songs in the musical, and mm -hmm. so it's not as fast-paced, and so they have to, like, do the action, like, in time with the song, and it's hard because this one is so jazzy, mm -hmm. um, and it's slower, and so I think that's part of it. Um, I agree with you guys, though. I think this is one of the duller moments of the movie, even if Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteaser are fun. You know what I just realized? So I watched the trailer for Cats when it came out, and Victoria didn't have spots or anything. She was like a white cat. And in this finished product, she has a lot more like different colors, like spots on her. And so like, they weren't even done with the, uh, the animation no. like, when they were making no. the movie, the no. trailer. If you read oh, that, boy. Um, I feel the Daily so bad Beast, for the animators. Yeah, if you read the Daily Beast article, it took them six months to cut together like the trailer to finish the effect for the trailer. And they only had four months to do the rest of the movie. And so it was just Sounds slave bad. labor. It was really bad. Um, Willoughby, also fun fact for you. Um, Victoria, our main character in this movie, the white cat, she is in the musical, but she has 
she already is a jellicle cat in the musical and she's just one of the minor cats um there's not really a protagonist in the musical so they kind of changed that for the movie to give the audience like a surrogate mm. coming into the jellicle world for the first time so like when she learns about stuff we learn about stuff oh this is the best part of the movie because the proportions are terrible yeah the and then the wine glass is so much smaller yeah so the I Victoria mean, character is basically uh, the Ariadne character from Inception. Yeah. Willoughby, would you say Gandalf is larger than the average fork? Y- yes, significantly. <laughs> yeah, the fork is so much bigger than the, uh, so than the cats. Weird. Also, yeah, like, if the family's not home, why is dinner on the table just, like, getting cold? Like, why is there food out? Because, again, right, right. this There's is an ap- apocalyptic this is world. This is yeah. set place in a place where the cats have just rain and humans are non-existent except for that human at the beginning yes right but there's that woman in the beginning it's yeah. very confusing in the sky indicates that like now we are in a cat world like we are in another like sort of alternate universe yeah the cat upside down. i don't know if he actually thought that through i don't think tom hooper, I don't think tom hooper thinks anything through no probably not <laughs> But there is a dog, so like, there are dogs in this world. He didn't even think about how the actual effects would look when he was oh, filming the... here's the betrayal. Oh, no. She's... They, uh... Well... They leave I her. Mean, they just mischievous... left her for dead. They're mischievous cats. They are burglars. I mean, they're they not... were never going to be trustworthy, but here comes Mr. Mistopheles to I know. Look at rescue. this cute boy. This cute, soft boy. I love him. Oh, I'm so worried he's going to nice guy her. No, 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 no. Willoughby, I swear to you, Mr. Mosopheles is not a nice guy. He is pure and good, and he is everything wonderful that you think he is. Also, this movie doesn't have the capacity for yeah. that kind of social commentary. I wouldn't worry that, about that, that too wait, much. Wait, so that is, is he a manic pixie dream boy? He is, yes. Also, everyone, please go watch the only season of Will on TNT, which stars Laurie wow. Davidson as William Shakespeare, and it's a really this wonderful is... series and should have been longer than one season. Oh, that's okay, why thank you, you love him so much. He of course. Oh my god, I'm They're literally wearing kiss. a William Shakespeare shirt today. But can they kiss? They can't. I wish they could. They just Is it because they're cats and they have to lick each other instead? <laughs> they just stare at each nuzzle. other. They nuzzle. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Deuteronomy. Dog crawling. Uh-oh. Can I see the dog? No dog. Guys, do you Can realize the, the, the Robin Hood remake, which is going to have anthropomorphized animals still um, as the characters, will probably look a lot like cats. But, okay, so I saw the article. What does that mean, live action and CGI? Like, are they going to, like, film barren woods and then fill it with cgi characters i have no idea i'm guessing so, like, like they're, they're not going to do like a full lion king thing where everything know. is cgi i don't know and also it's going to be anthropomorphized still so it's going to still be a sexy fox but who knows well robin hood is nothing without a sexy fox so yeah. honestly i mean like i know everyone talks about like the lion king and like the cgi with cats and stuff now but like remember we all also loved the jungle book and thought the jungle book was one of the most beautiful films and i thought the same way about uh pete's dragon so I actually it's not have... like this animation can't be done well okay so i don't know how much i can't remember how much we talked about the lion king when the lion king came out but i didn't hate the animation i hated the fact or i didn't hate i extremely disliked the fact that they didn't do anything new with it and it looks too boring in real world 
and they took all the color and joy from the original movie and turned it into sort of like a lifeless, uh, you know, real life reenactment of the movie. And I I saw a bunch of people taking, like when the movie came on Blu-ray and digital, a lot of people took the uh, animation, uh, the like scenes from the movie and just did like a saturation in Final Cut Pro, re-uploaded it. And the movie works 10 times better if you just saturate the movie, like in like After Effects, like just mm-hmm. a little bit more, and like actually it give like a green grass and a blue sky yeah. and like a yellow tanned lion, like the movie probably would have worked a lot better if they had just kept the original color scheme and just made it like live action and obviously right. give these cats a little bit more the lions a little bit more you know dancing and you know actual like. Uh, personality yeah, I, when they actually like perform the songs yeah but otherwise like i would say like the it like the, the the real realistic animation was perfect i wasn't i never knocked yeah, it for the no, animation of it i agree with i you. knocked it for what they did with that animation yeah i agree with you completely Lilibu. that was exactly what my thinking was because like the animation the cgi is gorgeous it looks so realistic but their slavish dedication to the realism is what really hurt them and it just felt like a lesser shot for shot remake and because like it doesn't have any of the magic of animation that and like the creativity that animation allows they were just basically well, like a Nat Geo documentary yeah but I also think like if they're doing the anthropomorphized Robin Hood that means they're going the more cartoony route because like mm. if they were doing a realistic one we wouldn't get this like sexy Robin Hood fox so well, like we'll see I feel like that I'm hoping I, I'm a terrible, terrible person who, for some reason, no matter how many times Disney burned me, I will always have hope until the final product actually does, like, betray me. But, like, for some reason, I can't shake my hope for them. <laughs> I, 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 I want to make a quick Disney uh, cat-themed recommendation for everyone while we're on the subject. Uh, cat from Outer Space, very good. It promotes gambling and uses a real live cat that is actually a very good actor. It's a, it's a cat that doesn't right. care at all what it's, that it, what's happening yeah. around it. It's all these people from who are acting around it, and this cat's just kind of chilling there, being horny for another cat. Oh, there she is, Old Deuteronomy. Hey, all right, Judy. Back to the movie. Back to the movie. Here's Old Deuteronomy Willoughby. Okay. In the musical, Old Deuteronomy is a man. Yeah, I. OG. Originated on Broadway by Ken Page. Ken Page. And since I never knew that, I just think of Old Deuteronomy as my head in my head always as like a female cat now, but this is the first time ever. Right? Mm-hmm. No stage. Oh wait, there's Gimbal Shanks with his uh railroad. Yeah. Um, yes. Ready for Shimble Shanks later. Judy Dench was supposed to be <laughs> on the West End. Is it a so, little unnerving that Old Deuteronomy's fur coat is the same color as her like fur extremely <laughs> i mean there's plenty of unnerving things about this movie already she's, uh, she's doing the monochromatic look maybe she killed her child maybe <laughs> oh deuteronomy i think did we miss ian mckellen no he no. hasn't come yet he shows up he's the best part of this movie actually in terms of acting yes we were talking about lion king and there was like a scene at like the the docks whose cat whose cat was that um, that was, well, there's McCavity and, uh, James Corden and Rebel Wilson, whose names I can't remember, yeah. tied up on the Thames, because they're in competition to be, uh, the Jellicles, but McCavity wants it for himself, so he's basically getting rid of the competition. Mm-hmm. That's what there happens. There he is! Yeah! Ian McKellen! 
Yeah. All right, Ian McKellen gives it his all in this movie. He really does. He's the one who's like really acting in this. Oh, yeah. Jellicle ball. Jellicle ball. All right, will it be? This is like the culty moment. Oh, is this when they all sacrifice themselves? Basically. Terrifying. Yeah, the implications of this movie are very terrifying for its world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the heaven's gate of mm-hmm. uh, of cats. Yeah. <laughs> Ian McKellen meowing is uh, amazing. Yeah, he really commits to the bit. Yeah, when he's licking, lapping up the milk. He really oh, like goes best for shot it. of the movie. Mm-hmm. Just listen to this chanting. It's very scary. Remember when Tom Hooper? Even said though this they're movie was about chanting very mundane things like gelato <laughs> cats are black and white. I'm glad I'm watching this in bright daylight because otherwise <laughs> I think I'd be terrified. It might give you nightmares later. Is this cat? Is it an A24 horror? I can't movie? wait to incorporate. It I can't honestly wait to is a horror movie. Quarantine. Yeah. I can't wait to incorporate cats as a quarantine movie. Cat Midsummer. Oh, this is like a reprise of the first number. Is this like where the intermission is? I don't know. Uh, Dana? Hmm? When is the end of Act 1 in Cats? No one knows. knows. It sounds like it would be. This musical is only forever. There is no intermission. No. Whenever they do like a reprise of the of the opening number, like before like a big thing, that's usually like, yeah, oh, um, that's it. This could yeah, be. Yeah, Dana thinks this is the end of Act One. It makes sense. This feels like it would be. Feels like an Act One end thing. Oh, yeah. the tails all went up. Yeah, this rhythmic is the cult moment. Uh-oh. Or rhythmic breathing. Sorry. Oh, this just gets weirder and weirder. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so what happened is all the tails just like went up at the same time, and they were all like yeah. in prowling stance. <laughs> And Victoria's like being like taken into this cult. Oh no! Act it is one a cult. ends after Grizabella sings uh, "Memory." Oh, "Memory" in um, the very beginning, the prelude, and then it, and then Act One. Okay, so well, "Memory" would be like the show-stopping, like final. This is the number. part of the movie where it turns into Gaspar Noé's climax. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> I suddenly just got the strongest urge to rewatch the new uh, Suspiria. Yeah, this is it's like Suspiria and climax in one scene. Oh. Yeah, basically. Also, Willoughby, have you taken notice of this ginger cat and these wonderful red suspenders? <laughs> yeah. Can't keep your eyes off of him. Oh, oh, I know. Do you think he's gonna come back? <laughs> he's like the only one with dance. He's missing. Oh, look a, how sexy he dances. He's missing a valuable he, piece of attire right now. Man. His tap shoes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know the actor's name. I like his like really big whiskers. He's only Skimbleshanks. <laughs> Skimbleshanks only. Look at Victoria and Mistopheles. They're so cute. They're like really precious. And see again, Tom Hooper, stop making all these cuts and just let them dance terrible there are actually so many people of color in this movie like in the back all the background cats and like dancers so that's exciting yeah yeah i have a question for you Ooh, i have an answer for you uh you're gonna hate the answer if tom hooper and pasic and paul 
made a movie musical, how mad would you be? I would be literally, well, hold, actually, hold on, hold on. I wouldn't be mad because Tom Hooper is a terrible director and I yeah. hate Jessica and Paul. So yeah. they would actually be a great pairing because they would create a terrible product. <laughs> so it would be wonderful for me to watch them fail. And it's a terrible product that you would never watch because it's two things you hate. Two things I hate. But what if it became a sweeping sensation across the nation and you couldn't escape it? Uh, Dear Evan Hansen being a sweeping thing across the nation and I still hate that I musical still hate it and it's awful. <laughs> and Paul, like our shit, they have this musical, one of their earliest musicals is about these three soldiers who are like on leave and they come up with a bet with each other to see who can bring the ugliest girl to a dance. <laughs> like that is the premise of their first Dog musical, Dogfight. Yeah. Dog wow. They're they terrible are, people. They're terrible. Actually, it is. I think, but like, and then Dear Evan Hansen is terrible and says terrible things about mental health. And La La Land is La La Land. So you know what? Pacey and Paul and Tom Hooper, they deserve each other. I get the two um, break dancers with the only ones wearing sneakers are back. Yeah, because they're probably. Oh wait, hold on. I this music is familiar. I've heard it in a lot of Pokemon games. It's battle music. It's Pokemon battle music. You know, I feel like being naked is one thing, but being naked with shoes is like this whole other level of weird. It really is. Like, it's just not a good naked. What if it's like naked naked but like sexy heels? Yeah. Well, that's a different story. That's like a different, that's a different context. Yeah, a different situation. (laughs) All right, well. <laughs> I don't know. Naked with tennis shoes or something is just like, I don't know if I ever want to experience it. Well, it's like it. one part of your body is like ready to do something, like go out and go running, and the other part is yeah. doing, ready to do Not the opposite the, of yes. that. Look at her. Look at this beautiful ballerina. Oh, I bet Jackie Chan would do a really great action sequence with like tennis shoes and like completely naked. <laughs> Cause like he, he will it into existence. Well, he already had this um one great fight sequence where he's completely naked, and it's so funny because he's trying to cover himself the entire time. But he doesn't have shoes, and if he had shoes, it would really help him in that context. Yeah. He's like running through the streets trying to fight and cover himself. You could just get away from everyone yeah, much faster. Exactly, and you won't have to worry about like stepping on nails or anything. But then you're gonna be the guy who's naked with shoes. Yeah, but Jackie Chan can do it. If anyone could. If anyone could. Whenever I watch someone twirl in a dancing sequence, my brain is broken. I always think of that scene in The Simpsons when uh, the aliens take over and they reveal themselves to be Bill Clinton and Bob Dole in the <laughs> Treehouse of Horror, and they go twirling, always twirling. <laughs> a classic episode. That's just how my brain works now. <laughs> I love it. And now this is they've all this is like post orgasm. Oh basically. yeah, this is the part uh, where yes. this the is the part where glow. yeah, where uh, climax also happens. The Gaspar yeah. Noé yes. film. Yes, correct. Which will be on your A twenty four marathon at some point, I think. Yeah, we're up to sixteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. we're almost wow. to twenty. Is that how many movies? Is it like the halfway point? No, oh. they have. Um, they've released ninety six so far. Oh wow! Okay, what year are you guys in? 20, 2015 2015 I think but That's also a year for the, the stay at home order in LA got extended to May 15 so we're not going anywhere no. none of us are okay but uh, I can't wait for you guys so to beautiful. get to like Ex Machina That's 20 I just rewatched that the other day good movie I'm so excited we haven't good rewatched movie. it since we saw it in theater so we're <gasps> excited to watch it 
this memory? This is the the prelude. The yeah. prelude oh. to memory. All right, scorching um, take so like, time. What's your scorching take? Memory... I hate memory. Ooh, I don't really care about it. <laughs> it's a bad song. I only know it as like the cat song. I only know it as a song that Miranda, what's her name, sings in uh, School of Rock. <laughs> Maybe it's not as scorching of a take as I think it is. Probably not. I feel like everyone always compares this song to I Dreamed a Dream because of like mm. the tone and nature and like their good yeah. audition songs. Yeah. Um, and I definitely think I Dreamed a Dream is superior. I Dreamed a Dream is a better song. But Jennifer Hudson does kill the vocals oh, she here. delivers she, it well. She's great. My problem with memory is not actually... really Jennifer Hudson. It's just that I think it's just a bad song. Yeah. Well, yeah. Dana has a... He didn't actually write memory for this musical. It was like a leftover song he had from when he was writing a Puccini musical. Oh. And interesting. he's like a Puccini like, expert, like scholar. And so he had asked his dad if this song sounded too much like a Puccini song to use in this musical. And his dad was like, no, it's actually really good. You should use it. So... That's how it ended up in Cats. It wasn't, like, written organically for this show. I can kind of see it, because it, it always feels like it doesn't belong. Yeah, it doesn't really fit with the rest of the songs. It feels like almost like an old, more of a classic opera yeah. song. Mm-hmm. Because this pretty much is, like, the only flow song yeah. in the musical, so. Yeah. And the lyrics are, like, a mishmash of T.S. Eliot stuff that he just, like, found to that, use. Yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he, like, couldn't come up with lyrics for it, and so he just, like, looked through the poems. Um, him and Trevor Nunn, who's the original like director. Poems. Yeah, I mean, this whole, this whole musical is, like, a Mad Libs musical. <laughs> it is. The only time I liked Memories was in uh, School of Rock when uh, Summer raises her hand to sing and she just That's goes, the first time I heard that song. Memories, all <laughs> in the memories. Like, oh, <laughs> memory of that, of like, I always think of that too. Okay, wait, is this Beautiful Ghost? I don't know, can you hear Taylor Swift? Uh-huh. Um, so this is the only original song for the movie because they wanted it to be up for the Oscars, haha. Um, Beautiful oh. Ghost, or Beautiful Ghost. And I actually really love it, but I want to listen to it and like, <laughs> be hear it. Uh, I've listened to it because, you know, it was on Spotify and I was like, oh, let's no. listen to the new Taylor Swift song. Oh, no, it's no. a cat song? It's from Francesca singing it. And that's why the version that Francesca Hayward sings is actually really beautiful. It's not a bad song. Oh. Huh. Like, Rebecca, is better than uh, memory? This actress? Song? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, anything's better than memory. Ha. Uh. I just think Francesca Hayward sells it so well. Yeah, she's, she's a good so singer bo- for being like a professional ballerina. Like you wouldn't expect her to have those chops too. I'm like, I guess she's in cats, so she has to have those chops. I believe they're called jowls. <laughs> cats. <laughs> but I have actually become very fond of this song in the context of the film, not the Taylor Swift version. It's a sweet song. Yeah, this is nice. Although the message of it is like. The, I, the message of this song guys is Victoria basically telling Grizabella like your life is so great because like even though it's shit now at least you have good memories I don't even have memories <laughs> that's it's, not it's her I want to join a cult song yes basically I mean her one story is kind of bad she got thrown out of a car that's and true I mean yeah. so if your cat looks like any of these cats would you want them 
No. Yeah, maybe these are like the horror show cats in like Yeah, they're the cast off cats. They're like mutated to look like humans and the humans are like, What are these? Let's get maybe rid they, of these mutant maybe cats. Maybe they look like regular kittens when they're born and then they start to morph into like humanoid humans. cats. You know, it's kind of like um, the story of uh, a couple who wanted to adopt a poodle, and they adopted a poodle on the black market, and it turns out it was a rat on steroids. Oh my god. Oh my god. What? Yeah, Google That's it. <laughs> That's terrifying. And obviously also, they weren't giving the rat that they thought was a dog steroids, because they didn't think they needed to, or whatever. So it started to turn then, more so rat-like? It, it became progressively more and more rat-like by the day. Oh god, that's horrifying. It's a true horror show. I mean, if you want to ruin your day, you can Google it. But... <laughs> that sounds no, delightful. thank you. Also, I need you guys to know that I am high right now and I cannot stop smiling. <laughs> because I love this movie. And Dana was like, we have to be high by beautiful ghosts. And I'm like, nailed it. It worked. Thank goodness weed is deemed an essential service in California. Indeed. Oh, it's oh, very essential. Is. I think our liquor this store is closed, and obviously we are not a uh, we're not so lucky in New York to have legal statuses. Sucks. Um, yeah, I can't believe our liquor store is closed. It's crazy. I know because they're essential services. I guess it's up to them. So that's the end of Beautiful Ghosts. Judy Dench is looking sad. Oh no, and she's singing. I, think, I don't remember a lot of the song of this movie. This is, I do think, the part where Cats just starts to drag. Yeah, I think I was still kind of nodding on and off during this part. Yeah, I think this whole thing, I think until we get to Skimbleshanks. Yeah, yeah. things kind of drag until then. Mm-hmm. But we do get... What's up with this Skimble boy? <laughs> we get Skimbleshanks in the top. We're building like him up for you, Willoughby. Oh, is it yeah, Skimbleshanks? It's Skimbleshanks, I think. Oh, I call him Shimbleshanks. <laughs> I feel like Shimbleshanks <laughs> makes more sense, like, literally. Yeah. Skimbleshanks is the literal best, and he is an icon. And when Dana and I went to the rowdy screening of Cats, we both bounded. She bounded as Mr. Mistopheles, and I bounded as Skimbleshanks. So, amazing. He killed it. I'm actually in heaven. What do you think is the most popular fanfic pairing for this? Uh, for Cats? For Cats, yeah. Ooh, Tum Tum Tugger and Mistopheles, because... Uh, I like that you answer so quickly, Anya. You've already looked this up. You've had that ready to go. It's Rum Tum Tugger and Mistopheles. In the movie, I would say it's probably like Mistopheles, Monka Strap, and Victoria. Victoria. Ah, three pairing. OT3. They are are polyamorous, like cat OT3. Yeah, and I want like young old Deuteronomy Gus the Theater Cat. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I forgot about Gus the Theater Cat. Together. They were they, they definitely, definitely boned. Yeah. They had a, a sordid affair in the past, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean absolutely. Just wait for the sexual tension when he finishes. Uh, the laughing. Yeah, the laughing. There's Ian McKellen as Gus the Theater Cat laughing up milk. Oh. Given the best performance of his career. Yeah. Did we just go watch that? Oscar. Did, did I not hallucinate that? You did not. No, You're not hallucinating real. any of this, Willoughby. This is oh, anyway, his mouth. But look at this, like, I love Mephopheles being like, good luck, cross paws. It's so cute. Look at Ian McKellen giving the performance of his life. Look at his limp. I know. What if Ian McKellen as Aww. this character was also, yeah. did this character in X-Men? <laughs> that would be amazing. What if every Ian McKellen character, what if they just CGI'd 
this character into all Ian McKellen. Like they just did the CG, the digital fur technology on Gandalf, on Magneto, on everything. I, mean, I think that's all the movies. I think all movies yeah. were improved. The CG in. Yeah, in. we release uh, the Lord of the Rings with digital fur technology. Yes. Release the release the the, the cat's cut of yes. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh God! Oh, look like a cat. Oh. Oh God. Oh. God, Ian McKellen really is just like giving a hundred percent with that. He yeah. really does. Just the, the, the theater cat in Mr. Holmes. That would be yeah. a wild. Wow, man, getting emotional over this. <laughs> I really like his jacket. I like his jacket. It's a I very love hip. a I love a dusty English teacher kind of jacket. Mm-hmm. Yes, those are my favorites. This song makes me much more emotional than memories. This song makes me very emotional. I'm feeling it. It's the crack in his voice. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like weathered and. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. Nothing makes me more sad than seeing older people be sad. Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of the worst. It's like you're looking at your future. Because you're just like, how do I. How do I calm these people? How do I how do I relate to them? How do I get them to not be sad anymore? HG and I were watching Rami, and there's an episode like exploring Rami's mom's life and just kind of what a bummer it is. And we were saying there's no sadder sad than mom sad. Yeah, because it's like Correct. A, a figure that you always thought was kind of invincible, and then yeah. you see they have their own problems, and then you see that that might be your future. Yeah, very depressing. It's really sad. And yeah. That's, that's what I feel when I watch uh, the Gus song. Yeah, that's See, me too. Parents cry is sort of the worst. Because you're just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Old people too, just in sad. It's, mm-hmm. That's always the, always gets me. It's very I agree, Rebecca. Thank you. I don't know the what he's right like helping him out with the magic. It's so good. Judy loves him, too. Judy loves him. They definitely had a fling in the past. Maybe. Oh, Gus. He's so charming. When Victoria, wow. I also like that there's real like English history in this world. Yeah, yeah. Does like, that uh, establish a timeline too? Yeah, what, right. So does this mean this was what? When did Victoria? Victoria reign? I don't know. 1800s? Well, 1800s. It was 19. Well, 18 to 1900s. Yeah. When did Abbey start? <laughs> that was in the Edwardian that, era. That's what I'm saying. You just go bef- go back. Go right? Abbey is yeah. Victoria. I think well they the first episode is about the guy dying in the Titanic so that's 1912. Okay, yes. so any any time between like that early 1800s and the late. I did think you, late 1800s. Yeah. Did you guys read the yeah. Royal Diaries series when you were young? The like no. 
books about that like were told from the points of view of princesses but they were like fictionalized mm-hmm. diaries and the like American pages girl dolls were, kind of the pages were dipped in gold oh i did want were, read these yeah. i totally forgot about this series i'm like this really sounds familiar yeah i read them all and there was a victoria one i think i read the russian one. Oh, anastasia anastasia yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, I definitely That's had me. That one. I think it was like a blue cover. They all different yeah. colors. Yeah. The covers like, were always really nice. I think we. I think yeah, I picked them up because so of the covers. <laughs> oh, oh wait, wait, wait. I know pause. what you're talking about, but I don't. I never read. Them. Wait, Willoughby, look at this. Yeah. Old Deuteronomy lifting her leg for Gus. Oh God. Mm. And now, hold on. Wait, we have to make sure Willoughby oh. sees the next number. It's very exciting. Look at their little tails. Uh, They're so happy. Oh no, is he gonna die? Is he gonna have like a heart attack? No, he's okay. You'll see. Well. Oh no, McCavity's back. This plot isn't in the musical. Yeah, this plot is made up. Look at those eyes, just glowing. Oh god. Did he just say McCavity? Here it is, Willoughby. Skimble Shanks. The railway cat. Cats. The cat of the railway train. At 11.39, mail's ready to depart. Where is Skimble? Where is Skimble? <laughs> he was, Find him he was just the train here. Yeah, we can't miss him in those bright red suspenders. No. would be searching high and low. I love this song. Nimble, man just can't go. With the signal overdue. I like that this is a very niche, just like just very de- detailed Here description of like railroads. Yes. Oh, look at his hat! And he's, and he's dressed like he a conductor so stripper. Dapper. He is so dapper. I love the conductor this stripper so look. Yeah. Oh, oh, goes all clear. Um, I like the little like whiskers too. That looks like a uh, what's the what kind of mustache is that? I oh, I need to look at it. Is it a handlebar? Uh, handlebar. It's a I think it's a handlebar. Mustache. I'm not a mustache expert. Okay. Oh. But y'all, this is happening. Yeah. Tap shoe time, Tap guys. Tap. It's a handlebar because it looks like handlebars. Yeah. Okay. And this guy is also a professional dancer. I think his name is Stephen McRae. We looked it up, um, and he's longtime professional dancer, not really like an actor. Mm. Um, and his tapping is so good. He really does look like a, a railway stripper. Yes. He, d- <laughs> he does. Mm-hmm. This should have been played by Donald Gleason. Uh, listen Honestly, to that tap. I want to learn how to tap dance. I do Same. too. I did one time when I was drunk, but did you really? You were there. Wait. Okay, I remember this. I was. That was. I tap did dancing. drunkenly tap dance. But then the next day I tried to replicate it and I just didn't have the confidence you know, in the same yeah, way. Yeah, you need a kind of confidence. Yeah. Maybe at the end of the screening. Yeah. Maybe uh, after, after a while this. you finally start tap dancing. That's yes. what you hear at the end of this uh, podcast. So you're going to tap dance out of the, mm-hmm. off the building? Oh, duh. Yeah, of course. There's Big Ben baby. Onto the railway. Skimble the cat. The railway train. They gotta watch, they the, get that watch the third rail, what, guys. What are the proportions? Yeah, watch that third rail. Is that rail. the Hogwarts Express? It does look like the Hogwarts Express, doesn't it? Are they going to Hogwarts? 
They are. Maybe this is set in, in the Harry magic. Potter universe and they're all like enchanted cats. Yeah. Magical Mr. Mistopheles definitely it. would be going to Hogwarts. Yeah. He has magical skills. But I feel like he'd be the Neville Longbottom. Uh, oh no. The, this this is this is all computer the, the whole train set's computer generated. Isn't it terrible? Oh look, they all have tap shoes. They should have just built a set. <laughs> They need to be directed by like Robert Zemeckis to really, uh, yeah. to really commit to the like technological. Express, yeah. And this music, disco, though. Now there's disco music. Another inside of a train car. The lights are on, but no one's there. I feel like I don't remember a lot of this. I got really drunk. Oh, yeah. This is, this is the best part. Very brightly. Like your morning tea. Weak or strong. There's suitcases, so theoretically someone's here. Yeah. Maybe they ate them all. Mm. Rabid cats. Is this a post-apocalyptic world? I think it really is. There's no other explanation. It's like cars. I just don't understand why Skimble, like, wants a new life. His life seems so good. I know. He's having a great time just tap dancing yeah. through trains. Up There's a mouse. mouse! I feel that way about Rum Tum Tugger, too. Like, I never understand why they're, like, in the competition. Yeah. I feel like they, they just want the glory. Have good lives. Why would you want to die? But you're yeah. born. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It's just like, I'd want yeah, to be a jellical cat. Maybe they just wanted to be special. Yeah, I guess. Or they just want to show off their singing and dancing skills, and the skimble shanks really blow them all out of the water. Oh, oh! oh he's he can fly. He's flying. He's disappearing. <gasps> oh no! Where did he go? Where did he go? He was catnapped. Yeah. Not skimble. Oh no! This is the time. This is when they actually start to figure right, it out. Right. This is the part where the the catnip part happens. Oh, here we go, Willoughby. I know. Get ready. Get ready for uh, the trippiest part of the movie. Get ready for Tay-Tay. With her heels? She's wearing shoes. I actually always forget this song is between Skimbleshanks and Mephistopheles. Oh, it's wonderful, too. This is the closest the movie gets to a cat orgy. It's Taylor. Yeah. There's T Swift. It's Taylor Swift. She's pouring catnip all over everyone. Oh. They're gonna like lose their minds. Apparently her dad got this plot line. Alright. I take back my earlier comments. This is the part where it turns into climax. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came up with the catnip plot line. Because again, it's something that doesn't happen in a musical. Why doesn't it affect her? I think she's it does. Oh, you mean she's clearly yeah. inoculated. Because I think she's like out of the range, right? Because uh, she's throwing it down. Or maybe she's always on catnip. But then she doesn't she get down to dance? That's true. Yeah, maybe, maybe she's, she's just always on catnip. So like yeah. this yeah, is just so how she normally acts. So she's maybe, a, yeah. she's like the, the cat equivalent of a drug addict. Yeah, or like a Princess Bride where he spent time building up an immunity to <laughs> to uh, uh, what's it called? She's inoculated herself. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember what the poison was called. McCavities, not there. He is. Wait, no, he's not. What? No, hold on. McCavity is. He's got like brown fur. 
McCavity's not there. He's not there. Dusty from neglect. Iskas are encombed. Someone uh, pointed out that Taylor Swift's shoulders are too big. Like they're wider than her normal, her actual shoulders. Well, I mean, and it's I think weird. There's, there's been some uh, physical uh, alterations to Taylor Swift. Yes. Yeah, like the digital fur technology. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Him and square. I'm just struck by it all. The not there. Not there. Was Taylor Swift hired just because she like has cats and that's like part of her thing? I think so. I think she probably lobbied to be in this movie. Yeah. Maybe she's a big cats fan. I'm sure she is. She's a big cats but, fan like, and a fan of cats in general. Right. And again, she said she heard the movie turned out terribly, but she had a great time filming, and I can believe it. I mean, girl gets to, like, perform with Idris Elba and Judi Dench, so. Yeah, I mean, this song is fun. Yeah, this is the, she's ha- she's having a fun time. She's milking it. Yeah, oh. Ah. How many cat puns can we fit into this? I know. <laughs> but, I mean... This is the part where you just feel speechless. It's just a, it's a great song. It's yeah. a great entrance. Great there's entrance. a lot of dramatic tension right now. Yeah, everyone is just like writhing around. Yeah, there's a lot of writhing. It's so much writhing. <laughs> is suavity a word? It's an alibi. Oh. To just, she just uh, Victoria just got doused with even more catnip. Oh, that's going to put her out for a while. Not there. Oh, wasn't there. Wasn't there. Changed I messed, it up. I messed up, guys. I messed up. We got to start the whole podcast <laughs> over now. Mungo okay, Jerry. I was calling Shimble Shanks, and I will Griddle again them. instead of Skimble Shanks. So. It's fine. I, I'm sure you'll get many angry emails about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Don't, I'm not going to share any of my uh, contact info. The, the thing about this is the catnip does isn't accurate because... What they should be doing is losing their minds Hold at on. the thought of seeing Catnip. Hold and, on, like, we, we, need there. we need the comments on the horror of seeing McCavity without his fur coat, and it just looks na- like naked, it just Elba, oh, he, but with oh, hair. He, he's just naked. He's just naked. Look at he's those just guns, naked. though. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the most it, horrifying part of the movie for me, yeah, I mean, for some reason. he's just so ripped. He's so ripped, but he's a cat, and he doesn't have his coat. <laughs> He just looks naked. It's very scary to me. I mean, usually people would love to see a, a nude Edish Yeah, but, but this is scary. <laughs> I hope he's doing okay. I, I guess so. he's doing okay. Yeah, I think he's doing fine. He's not yeah. there. Not there. So much writhing. So much writhing. Uh, she won't do it though. But he cheated. He cheated. He kidnapped everyone else. 
It's not the honorable so way I, to do it. When he shook his head right there, it was like very much a floating head syndrome, with especially with his green eyes. Ah, uh, yeah. Judy Dench it's sees through it. It's all bad. It's like how you know how in the Marvel movies, Robert Downey Jr. doesn't wear the suit anymore. It's just like the Iron Man suits his computer generated around him. Yeah. And you could just see his head sort of move. Yeah, you when can, it shouldn't move. You can tell, even with the cutting-edge Marvel technology. Oh, yeah. Especially if you like, go back and watch Iron Man 1. Look, Taylor. That uh, intensity. Oh, this is like the plot of Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Skimble Shanks looks like he's in bondage, especially with like, <laughs> like the thing tied around his like chest and then like his... his Maybe he is! ...suspenders. So is the heavy side, that's like the afterlife, kind of? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was so confused when oh, I was watching this movie the first time what they were saying, because I couldn't tell, like, if they were saying heavy side layer, like heavy, as in a, the word heavy, and yeah. then side layer. I'm like, I, mean, I just don't know what, what that saying. means. Yeah, it is, but it's... This is Guys, so mean. we Cassie need to talk Walker. about Ray Winstone. I know, she's making him walk the plank, especially in her fur coat, too. I know, her fur coat's going to be ruined. We need to talk about how Ray Winstone uh, is... I guess the king of motion capture because he's in this movie as Growl Tiger and in uh, Beowulf as Beowulf. He's in Beowulf. That's crazy. Have you guys not seen Beowulf? I've not seen. Beowulf. I have. I've seen Beowulf. I I've seen Beowulf, and Ray Winstone does not look like the character Beowulf. <laughs> nope, he sure doesn't. Oh, wait, here we it is. We have a magic yeah. cat. It's coming. The best song. The whole movie. Easily. You're a magician. We still just sing it randomly. I know. We were singing it on our rooftop earlier. Oh, yeah. It's a staple of quarantine now. Indeed. If only we had our real magic, Mr. Mistopheles. To magic away the quarantine? Mm-hmm. If only... Look at how cute he is. I love him. So apparently in the original musical, Mr. Mistopheles doesn't actually sing this song. Everyone else sings it around him. Yeah, Rum Tum Tugger leads it. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. That's why everyone thinks that Rum Tum Tugger is gay for him. Mm. Does he have uh, performance anxiety, I guess? (laughs) Not really, because he does amazing dancing. Well, for for his his wand doesn't work as well? Yeah. can't whip his wand out. No, not easily. It would be very is sad it, if he did. Is his tail his wand? Is it an avatar situation? Well, no, he has an actual wand. Was a, a cat so clever as magical Wow, guys, I love Laurie Davidson. <laughs> Tiny crack on the narrowest rail. He's pretty amazing. Those are big cards. They're very. I guess they're little. And very big dice. I don't know. I think these are the right proportions, though, right? No, a cat's paw is definitely bigger than a dice. A dice? Dice is like the size of your thumb. Dice are tiny. Actually, yeah, the proportions are again are throwing me off. I don't know what the world looks like anymore. Like the fork. Yeah, the fork is. Very odd. Hey, where'd the fork go? 
No, 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 go back. Here. No joke. Where'd the fork go? Oh, shit. It's magic. <laughs> oh, well, I never was there ever. A cat so clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. Doing this over Skype is amazing. <laughs> oh, oh. Why is my cat so mean? Eyebrow cat is so mean. She's given a lot of face lately. Because she has those She's giving such him pronounced stage eyebrows. I have I know she has to she has to work those eyebrows somehow. He's just really worried about his performance. He is. He's performance anxiety. Who is he, he hasn't been able to get up the courage to uh perform the magic to shoot his wand. His courage is just a little limp is all. Yeah. Flaccid you. Oh could say. Lord. <laughs> Lordy. And the garden for hours when I was asleep in the hall. Look at how he's rubbing his wand. Hello? Oh, he can make kittens, though. He can. Oh! Ah, the mice! <laughs> Where are they? Not the mice! Are they gonna eat? Get out of there. Rebel Wilson's. The uh, never was slaves. there ever a, a cat, cat so, so clever, clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. Uh, you can do it, magical Mr. Mistopheles. Yeah. I never was there ever a cat so clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. Aren't you guys glad that you're watching this movie with us and hearing our horrible <laughs> singing instead of the singing of the professional Broadway singers? No comment. <laughs> no comments. It's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Likewise. This is too high for me, though. Cat so clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. I'm too flat. This song, though, magical will be... Mr. Mistopheles. It'll be in your blood forever. Like, it's uh, ingrained. ingrained in your DNA. Seared into my mind. Yes. Mistopheles. In my theater, we went to. At this point, people just started going, uh, doing a one-two clap. Uh, we were clapping too. Yeah, it this, was very yeah, joyous. It was actually this song that was stuck in my head the next morning. Oh yeah, this is the song. Oh, it's so catchy. Probably because he sing just it. keeps. He keeps trying, but it's probably because yeah. they keep singing it for like six minutes too. Just oh, like yeah. that same refrain. It's just a, it's an earworm. It is. An ear cat. It's a cute little like word riddle too. <gasps> Never. Oh, Deuteronomy. Ever. Cat so clever. As magical Mr. Mistopheles. Here we go. Oh, well, whatever was there ever. A cat so clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. Look at them nuzzling. That's very sweet. Oh, well, I never was there ever. A 
So what Willoughby's reacting to is the cards all flying out of Mr. Mistopheles' coat. We're is that a metaphor a... for something? <laughs> you know, he's just excited. Yeah. <laughs> His magic worked. This is... Oh, the oh, well, He's ejecting all kinds of things. Oh. oh. <laughs> so clever as magical mystery. Ugh, they're so cute together. When we saw this, Anya was like, I didn't expect to come out of this ship in cats, but here we are. <laughs> I did not, but... I do. Have, do. have um, is there? I'm sure there's a Victoria Mr. Mistopheles fan fiction out there. Um, oh, there's gonna be. Any recommendations? You did it. Oh, I've never read any. <laughs> <laughs> That's shocking. That's because she's that written some. Okay. Ah, yes. <laughs> I'm too busy reading family opera fic. <laughs> so, like, love never dies. Yes. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> Ian McCallan again giving 110% with that snarl. Oh, gosh. oh she's Whoa. unzipping again. If that was all it took. I know, why didn't you do it earlier? Yeah. Oh. No. They really escape quite easily once he's gone. Considering. Again, the cat balls. Yeah. Oh. oh this is definitely uh, <laughs> the most upsetting. Okay, hold on. We need to talk about Skimbleshanks tap dance battling his way. I know. He's tapping at him. It's so funny. <laughs> Guys. The Meow Club. I'm sweating over the excitement of this movie. Me too. I also didn't put deodorant on today, so that's also a problem. Ooh, I'm sorry. Quarantine. It's okay. There are no rules. There are no rules. Oh, is this memories? Yeah. Well, she's just doing a reprise, right? Reprise. I don't know. I, for, I, I stopped keeping track. Well, we already heard it, I think, right? I thought that no, was we heard the prelude. prelude. Oh shoot, we haven't done actual memories yet. Yeah, really? Is... Yeah, I was. We're gonna I get have... like the big memory soon. Oh boy. Does Victoria do the prelude like in the musical? The Victoria Cat in the musical doesn't sing. Oh, she, like any solo, she's just a dancer. She's like a featured dancer cat. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, so they put some thought into how they adapted this. Interesting. <laughs> some thought. I really enjoyed the Twitter sort of like how once the, the reaction to the tr cat's trailer came out and people saw what this movie was going to be, like, the cat's marketing really changed to be like, yeah, this movie's kind of bullshit. 
They read the room. Yeah, Universal they pulled really it from did. their for your, for your consideration page for the Oscars. Like yeah. they took all of their for your consideration out of there. They were like, maybe don't consider this movie. Mm-hmm. They're just so mean for no reason. For no reason. They're just like really mean to her. I mean, can we say it? It's racism. Cat, oh, cat but racism. Is Idris Elba is Miss McCavity? Also, I don't know. Well, in the, black in the play in the musical, uh, Grizabella isn't always black, is she? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> no, I mean they're they're cats. They don't like have race. race. Right. Like different. All like Leona Lewis played Grizabella in the revival. So like there, yes, there have been black Grizabellas. And Ken Page, who is the original Old, De- Old Deuteronomy, is black. Mm, okay. Okay, so this is the real memory, right? Yeah, there we go. I'm not saying it already. It Maybe I'm just like. Well, we are a little tipsy. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, no, we just heard the prelude. This is the actual song. Mm. Thank you, Anya. You're welcome. I'm learning a lot during know? this podcast. Do we know if Tom Hooper did the thing he did with Les Mis where, like, they sang on set? No. I don't think they did. That was just the experiment for Les Mis. This was digital fur technology. What do you think Russell <laughs> Crowe would look like as a cat? Would he be... Uh, oh. like, a, like, you know the, the, the Wilford Brimley cat? <laughs> I think he would look like that. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Gotta sing it like summer in School of Rock. <laughs> All alone in the moonlight. My god. This podcast is Good great. Podcast. Everyone is gonna be like, this is the best yeah, thing I've ever heard. I don't know if we have listeners. Has anyone even listened? They might have all just like unsubscribed by this point. Yeah, yeah, this is the final episode of the Millennium Podcast. The first and last ever live watch. Next week, the podcast will morph into something else. Will you? It's the Jellicle choice now. Oh yeah, we'll all just be the we'll just be the totally the Jellicle podcast. Yeah, going through okay. every single cat in the yeah. Cats musical. Yeah, welcome to our first episode on our Cats mini series, where we'll feature one cat per episode and dive <laughs> deep into their character themes and plot. And each one of us will try to sing that song about that cat. Oh, God. So. Grizabella wears a fur coat and she also wears a dress underneath that has a cat print. So she's like double the cats, just like. Fr- Maybe uh, they don't like her because she's tacky. Yeah. <laughs> You're tacky and I hate you. You're tacky and I hate you. <laughs> Another School of Rock reference. Ah! Guys, I think we have to do our we have to do our um our uh, episode on uh, Richard Linklater. Mm. We do. And I'm going to make you all watch the Before Trilogy, finally. You don't have I to really need to. watch anything. Yeah. Rebecca's only seen two of them because uh, we didn't get to Before Midnight. We the... pivoted to Step Brothers. We pivoted to Step Brothers and then School Amazing. of Rock. Yes. What a whiplash. It was. As um, some people came in at the last minute and then uh, we didn't want to start them off with the Before Trilogy with like the, the saddest last one. The last one and the saddest one of all of them. The toughest to watch, rather. So we Are thought, guys... why not Step Brothers? Why it's, not? A, it's a really logical choice. Really, truly. I know, I know, HT, you've seen Everybody Wants Some because we watched that in the theater together, but has mm-hmm. everyone else watched Everybody Wants Some? I've been wanting Ami to watch it forever. It's I'm a good movie, it's right? It's good. 
is. Although I have I reservations now because too. the the lead in there is the guy who was married to Melissa Benoist, who was his the person that she like alleged to be dom- her domestic abuser. So now yeah, I have well, like a little yeah. bit of reservations watching it. Back. Well, it's hard. Yeah. When the movie came out, nobody knew any of that. Yeah, so exactly. We're right now. We're talking through Grisabella's big like yeah, crescendo. Yeah. She is incredible. She's great. She Look didn't win snot. American Idol, right? She's like one of the famous people who didn't win. Yeah, she yes. came in like fourth, I think. Yeah. And then she went and won an Oscar and was like, fuck all y'all. Yeah, everyone was mad when she got voted Anna off. Anna Tony. Right. Simon Cowell was pissed. Wow. I remember that was like sort of like the thing was that like she like basically like said fuck you to American Idol by like winning an Oscar and yeah. being like amazing. Mm-hmm. Which is like with a perfect performance. America was wrong. They were. Not the first time or the last. No. Nope. Well, I feel like usually actually the ones who don't win actually wind up doing better yeah. besides Kelly Clarkson with the exception of Kelly Clarkson but yeah like Carrie right. Underwood who's, came in like third who's um, heard from Carrie Taylor Nixon oh Carrie Underwood won never mind then uh yeah. what's his name Chris Daughtry who did that who had that band that had like one hit yeah. home Daughtry yeah Daughtry several hits yeah okay never mind he's had several hits he came in like fourth or fifth or something yeah Clay Aiken Clay Aiken he was number one he won no, that he, year. No, Ruben Stuttered. No, did. Ruben Stuttered won. Oh, he did. I'm okay. Sorry, I Aiken came in second place. Man, I'm forgetting all my American Idol just that like was knowledge. The last season I watched, so I actually watched. Like I actually watched like a good like four or five seasons of American oh. Idol. I feel guys, ashamed for forgetting all this. Should we just stop the podcast right now and put on from Justin to Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you have to see the jellical choice is being made, Willoughby. Oh yeah, right this is the moment. Right now. Oh, There's the subtitles. Shit. You are the jellical choice. Jellicals gas jellical softly. Choice. I need more rhythmic. Um, what was it? Rhythmic grunting. Oh yes. Yes. So, do they like murder her like Caesar mm. now? Like, what's the deal here? Is it like the lottery? Just watching. Yeah. Is it like? Is it like the lottery? <laughs> Shirley Jackson's the lottery. <laughs> Did you guys ever read that in like seventh grade? I oh thought yeah, that. and it was like that. terrifying. Oh, it. Uh, you can read it real quick. It's a yeah. short story. Yeah. Do you want to come go away and come back? Yeah, I'll come back for the final song. H two. Do you know the conceit of it? No, I don't. I don't think I've ever heard of this. Oh, Spoilers boy. for the lottery, everyone. Uh, basically, a village like does a lottery, and then they <laughs> what stone them to death? Oh my goodness. Yeah, they stone yeah. someone to death. They choose basically for like a lottery, and like the whole time you don't know. What's what? going to happen yeah. in this lottery? Everyone's so terrified of the of winning the lottery, and like your brain is sort of like uh, accustomed to being like, well, winning the lottery is such a good thing, and then like when you find out that like the win- like winning the lottery means like someone is stoned to death, you're like fucking terrified. Yeah, that's fucked. It up. ends very abruptly too with them just killing the person, if oh, I recall. Oh, it's man. a short yeah. story, it, so it's like I don't know. I remember being actually like exceptionally short. Yeah, it's like a page and a half. Like, it's not very long. Oh. But it's like, That's what we read that in my seventh grade. I could go away and come back. They're dancing. They're still dancing when I yeah. come back. You're like, all right, now I know everything about the lottery. Mm. Oh, wait, this is the song where they just talk about, like, their cats and not dogs. No, 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 that's later. later. Oh, that's later. Sorry, I'm outside. forgetting. It's all bloody. It's about they're going to the I'm a failure of a Cats fan. I, I can't say I'm a Cats fan. Can you fan. review this movie? I did review this movie, and it went viral. 
Did it really? It did. It went on Reddit. It did. Oh, shit. Okay, dude, you're just showing off now. I know. Look at him. Making candles light. That's what happens when you uh, uh, have a magician. Yeah. It's very clear that they're not abiding by the rules of alchemy. (laughs) No equivalent exchange happening here. Not that we know of. (laughs) A tire. But I think not. Uh, well, also the musical completely takes place like in a back alley. Yeah, true. Not in this like nice theater. So she but at least on a tire. Yeah, at least the chandelier is a nice little like phantom link. Wait, you're, you and said Lloyd this was cinematic tire? universe. You know, I guess everyone wins in this because she gets her honorable choice, but no one wants to be around her. So <laughs> yeah, so like they all get to get rid of her. Yeah, everyone gets what they want except for McCavity. Yeah. He just really wants to die. Yeah. Uh oh. I mean, he, maybe he'll get his uh his wish. Oh god. Does he land on his feet? No. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Such a Falker Square. Ineffable. Ineffable. What is this? What is this? Good omens. <laughs> He's stuck oh, up a, there. So maybe he'll starve to death and uh, uh. join the heavy side layer. But in a different way. In a different way. Mmm, shrimp. Is there something going on between James Corden and his butler? Yeah. Okay, is this it? Yep, here it comes. Willoughby, this is the greatest ending ever. Mm-hmm. Is it? What's gonna happen? I'm so scared. It's just like, it's so majestic. And they're just saying things like we're cats and not dogs. <laughs> Are you mesmerized, Willoughby? I'm just looking at all these uh, human hands. <laughs> Opposable thumbs. They got them. Oh, shit. <laughs> and suddenly she like, just breaks, breaks the fourth wall. But no one else is breaking the fourth wall. No, they're nope. all focused on old Deuteronomy. Just old Deuteronomy. She has to address us directly. Like the queen. She is. Has Judy Dench ever played Queen Elizabeth? Uh, yeah, and she won the Oscar for it for Shakespeare in Love. No, she... like the current Queen Elizabeth. Oh, no. Oh. No. Just Queen no. Elizabeth the first. That's, oh. Helen, that's Helen Mirren and Claire Foy and mm-hmm. Olivia You can't say Queen Elizabeth. There have been two of them. <laughs> you... Oh, my apologies. I you gotta forgot. specify. We watched... Uh, won an Oscar. We watched Queen Elizabeth's uh, speech about COVID because we were realizing we had never heard her speak before. Yeah. And we were like, wow, I've heard it's her, exactly as you I've only ever heard her speak in, like, news things. She sounds just like Claire Foy. Or yeah. Just yeah. Claire Foy well, just Claire sounds, Foy like, sounds her. just like her. No, she definitely... Hold on, this is the best uh, line. A cat is not hello? a dog. Of course a cat is not a dog. We've all <laughs> been there. Thank God it's not. And they say it with like this utmost like straightforward sincerity. It's really, it's so, it's so funny. That's a lie. Cats speak before being spoken to. <laughs> Why is a dress 
with have a hyphen in it. I don't it's know. Not, that's not how the subtitles work. It's like in the middle of the word and not at the end of the a line. Because the way Judy Dent said address, a dress, I don't know. So, Willoughby, you should always bow and take off your hat whenever you address Gandalf. Oh, I already do that. <laughs> Wait, okay, so there was the big controversy like cats had to be patched with new digital effects. Are we seeing that the new version of it? Because I still see, like, her human hand. Yeah, this is the completed version. What was different about it? You could see her wedding ring. You could still see her wedding ring in this one. Oh, really? Oh, then yeah. maybe this is <laughs> not the, the fixed version. Watch, when they're going to cut the to... Rowdy screening, it was the old version. Oh, that's funny. What, next time they show her hand, she has, like, a gold wedding ring. Call me by your name? <laughs> I can't see her hand. Now I'm really curious. Oh Are we seeing the old version? If so, that's really I'll, lazy of Universal this, to upload that. Honestly, there. There. there it is! Thing. Wow, it's her human hand. Wow. They didn't even put the fixed version on hands. digital. Honestly, that's fine. That's I don't fine. know how much it would have really... It really just, it just, just makes the it. whole uh, experience more uncanny anyways. They've all got human hands. There's no fur on their hands. Yeah, they've all got human hands. Can't believe it took me that long to notice this. I mean, there's a lot to look at. There's Don't a, beat yourself there's up. There's a lot to look at. A lot to just take in with this movie. Yeah. Aww. Mr. Mistopheles and Victoria being super cute. Are they the Is cats that we hear in our alleyway Is now? I think they are. Our cat orgy. Is right this allowed? Is this allowed? <laughs> Is this legal? Oh. oh they just answered a it. Cat. A dear little cat. Look at that nuzzle. She found her family, much like uh, Florence Pugh in Midsummer. This is I the cat version know her of Midsummer. Name. <laughs> I mean, this technically is Midsummer. Like, do yeah. they kill someone off at the end, but they want to die? Yeah. And she has found her pe her people. Yeah. I guess I don't have to watch Midsummer then. <laughs> I don't know if you're. I don't uh, think you would like it. It's yeah, but no, it's a great movie. I've read. Uh, Melissa, my girlfriend, read the. Uh, uh, um, the Wikipedia. Wikipedia. And she was directed like, this by is Tom Hooper. Boo. Directed by Tom Hooper. <laughs> All well, right. What yeah. did you think? Sure was a movie. Did you sure love was a it? Picture. Uh, I, I, I mean, it seemed it. You know, there was fun to be had with it. I don't think I'll <laughs> so ever you say. I, I, you know, maybe I'll, I'll go back and watch it like one more time to really get the idea of of the whole thing. Um, you should. But Do like, you really want to watch it again, though, Willoughby? The, the thing is, after this, I only have, like, 46 hours of rental left. So, like, if I wanted to, I could without paying for it more. Willoughby, this is the fourth time I've seen it, and I don't regret any of the times I've watched it. <laughs> this is my the second is, like, viewing. It's my second I viewing, really, too. I really can take it or leave it. Like, I think that the dancing is phenomenal. I think there's no, like, there's no... 
there's no way around that, but like the rest of the movie, literally like the dressing on top of that is just sort of like, I can't handle the just absolute, I like, and I, I feel so bad for the visual effects artists because they were rushed and like the, it, it can, you can see it was rushed, but just like, I also think it's impossible they, to make it really look good. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. It's, you know, we've seen the, the planet of the apes movies, like to kind of go back to like our motion capture, uh, um, talk conversation that we've had over the past couple of years. Like we've seen really good digital fur yeah. on like apes and like other character creatures. But then you see things like uh, the Beauty and the Beast movie, where like they're like Dan Stevens' eyes are just dead when he's the Beast because there's just no like life put into the animation there. Um, so I think that like if if someone if Tom Hooper had like a co-director who was an animator like i don't i don't know who like maybe someone from disney who's been on who does like the animated musicals like someone who can who actually knows what an what like what an animated musical would look like because i think what they did here is really good but you have tom hooper who's getting in his own way of the actual musical part of the musical exactly so and you can I tell that-, that he thinks that he invented this digital for technology like he thinks that he he thinks it's the cat's pajamas he's, he's the cat's pajamas exactly so i think that ultimately this is a weird i wouldn't call it a failure because i think it's like you know there are parts of it that are extremely well made it's... and a lot obviously a lot of time was put into it but i think that the execution like tom hooper's di- direction and execution is not up to snuff and i think that it, it seems like it's a real fun movie with when you're watching it with other people so like i see why you would go to the rowdy screenings of cats and you would watch it with people like where we're like what we're doing here which is like we're skyping it we're streaming it and we're like watching it together i don't think i would ever watch this by myself you it's know? a spectacular disaster is what it is yeah it is which is it's why it's so fun to watch because it's like watching a train wreck happen in real life. Um, but it's a beautiful train, you know? And it's, it's, it's sure a very lovely sounding train. Um, yeah. The second time I saw this in theaters, like in earnest, I was like, the worst part of this movie is the direction. Mm-hmm. Like, And because I saw it in theaters the second time when I went to see it with my mom, because my mom is like a huge Cats fan and I saw it a bunch on stage when I was a kid and she used to make my sister sing Memory all the time and it was like a whole <laughs> So she like, when the trailer came out, she was like, we're seeing this when you come home. And so I went to see Cats with my mom and like this movie does embody like the spirit of Cats, the musical. Like watching it with her, I remember looking at her and we were like, yeah, it's Cats. Like, it's because that's how ridiculous the musical is. Like, it just is this weird, like, kind of whimsical musical that really makes no sense, but people love it. And it, like, changed all of Broadway forever. So, it did. It did. I can say, like, as someone who was a fan of the musical before this movie, like, I feel like this movie does, like, embody what Cats is. Um, so, I can say that for it. Exactly. And that's why. We genuinely love it. And, like, we can mock it, but there's genuine affection for this movie. Like, I think it's a lot of fun. I think if you don't have, like, 
like I didn't have the all the only pre knowledge of cats I had was like the uh the Broadway commercials that would air in Connecticut for like it, like you know like paid advertising. The original for cats. cats musical yeah. <laughs> Tri State like area, man. Hell yeah. We all like we all we've all seen those like cats the musical trailer commercials. So like I think that we like that was all I knew of cats. So I always knew it was like a, a musical about people dressed up like cats. So but like and I knew like since the movie came out, like what cats is as a plot, essentially, that like all these people all these cats just sing songs about them and that's sort of it. Yep. Um and sort of this and then there's this like book like threadbare plot about uh, about with like McCavity trying to steal people. So he Which is new for the movie. Just new for the movie. Yeah. Uh to give it a little bit more oomph and like plot momentum. Yeah, um, basically. Because it's a movie and there needs to be some sort of conflict. Uh, um, so yeah, it's, yeah, I mean. it's it was. I'm really glad that we watched it together. I think like my new life goal is to just keep watching this movie with people who have never seen it. <laughs> I want to do that. I mean, it's a good way. It's a good, so, it's a good thing. I just don't think I I'll ever watch the goal. it again. I think it's a Thank good you. goal. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And will be it, that is your choice not to watch it again. I will gonna I'm gonna watch it approximately 173 more times. Yeah, because it's great. But I feel the same. I felt the same way about Les Mis. Like I saw that film in theaters, and I like also loved the musical. And I was like, I'm gonna see the movie, and then I watched it, and I was like, great. I don't have to watch this ever again. Yeah. <laughs> like I got it, and I don't need to. I don't need to see it again. Yeah, I watched Les Mis in theaters, and I walked out, and I was like. Okay, don't have to watch that ever the again. The stage yep. version is very good. Right, I'd much rather watch it on stage. Yeah, the stage limits is so good. But even though I love that musical, it's not a movie I, like, right. revisit. Yeah. Tom Hooper sort of does that, though, where he's like, after you see a Tom Hooper movie, I'm, I mean, I've never seen The Danish Girl, but I've, like, I saw The King's Speech, and I was like, I never need to see that again. <laughs> yeah. I feel that way about every every one of his movies until Cats. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such the weird opposite thing i yeah. still want to do that super cut of every time you've been like you've never you don't want us to talk about cats on the podcast you really should you should because really. I, I mean we could definitely i could definitely go back to the first time which is when we dropped the when we talked about the cats music uh trailer and you were just like we're not talking about this yep and i think we did like a fall movie preview and like we jokingly brought up cats to talk about in the preview and i, mean, I was we like jokingly nope, brought it up and this. you were like we're not talking about it <laughs> Yeah. I the yes. biggest 180 I've ever seen. Yeah. Shanks cartoon, man. I really did. Shanks came in. And- Skimble Shanks <laughs> took me on the Northern Railway, and I never looked back. <laughs> it's trip of a lifetime. <laughs> Speaking of that, we wa- I, I want to apologize for all the dirty jokes we were making during a <laughs> oh, <laughs> magical... Mi- actually, well, no, wait. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> no. I'm no sure it would be for great here. listening to all you listeners who are still... Uh, somehow listen to this episode. Like, I'm like, only sorry to my mom if she listens to this. <laughs> the best way for this episode is to just put cats on yourself and watch it while we're talking. Yeah. Um, and then you can also see the glory of cats because it's a beautiful movie. And I'm glad we watched it together. Yeah. yeah. So it's a beautiful experience. Beautiful. Wonderful. Um, I think we can skip our really like for the week. Yeah. I, think, I, I, think, I mean, I think the that. answer is cats. The answer is is only cats. <laughs> we love cats yes that's it <laughs> all right yeah i and i hope that you guys uh <laughs> practical cats political cats magical parasitical cats, cats parasitical cats 
<laughs> Allegorical cats. Political cats. Dramatical yep. cats. There are so many. Pragmatical cats. Pragmatical cats. So many cats. They should have just done cat in the hat makeup. I mean. That would have been amazing. Uh, we can have a crossover. Yeah. Yeah. Is Cat in the Hat a jellical cat or all? Which fish, fictional? No. Cat no. in the Hat is a demonic cat. That's he just is. That reminds <laughs> me. Cat in the Hat was also man-sized cat, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. But he was actually like man-sized. He was a man-sized cat, was a man-sized cat <laughs> played mm-hmm. by Mike Myers. Mike, Mike, Mike Myers. Yeah. I've only watched that movie once, but it's burns in my brain i've never I've seen that movie seen but did you guys know that I've, I've seen the trailer the a million times oh, yeah. it always played in front of this one dvd i had that you couldn't skip through and i always watched the entire trailer for that because you couldn't skip through that that trailer it was during the time when they did unskippable trailers on yeah. dvds and uh it was just like i'm never watching this movie because it was a horrible trailer and i wanted to burn yes. it out of my mind yes like the trailer is a horror movie unto itself mm-hmm. is garfield a jellical cat there's, uh, there are many questions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of fictional cats. He's a dear pretty... little cat of mine. Yeah. It's true. That's true. He... I think. Does he bring I think lasagna? I these cats could be killable. <laughs> yeah. 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 We I need think to bring so. in old Deuteronomy. She's the expert. Old Deuteronomy yeah. will know. Yeah. She can tell us. We need... Judy, please weigh in if yes. you're listening. Judy, listener of Millennial Falcon, you... please let I us just, know. I just sent you a picture of Alec Baldwin in the cat in the hat. Oh, God. I'm what? scared. Alec He's actually. He actually looks pretty good. It's just silly because he's this bright purple suit. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I think before we take up any more of our listeners' time, uh, we should say goodbye. And But if you guys want to come chat with us about cats, Willoughby, where can they do that? You can follow us on Facebook if you search for us there. We're also on Twitter at Falcon Podcast. Our blog is millennialfalconpodcast.wordpress.com. And you can... Uh, go to our blog, Millennial Fal- Falcon Podcast. Just I just said that. Uh, sorry, I'm all out of sorts because I just watched Cats, Cats 2019. <laughs> um, and where can they find you guys? Where can they rate, review, and subscribe to us? You can rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. And where can they find you guys on the internet? You can find me at hchanbui on Twitter. You can find me at Anya Crittenden on Twitter. And you can find me at Willoughby Dobbs on Twitter. And I believe you can, we can find both of you guys, Dana and Rebecca, on Don't Twitter. Don't find me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Dana Bramble 3 on Twitter and Insta. All right. Well, thanks, Dana. Thanks, Rebecca, for joining <laughs> us on this episode, the probably first and ever live watch of um, uh, that Millennium Falcon has done, and maybe the last episode of Millennium Falcon ever. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a good possibility. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And um, uh, you uh, cats and kittens out there. Oh, no. <laughs> All you crazy cats and kittens. All you crazy cats and kittens. Um, and... Uh, I don't know. Meow you later. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.